0: TTM Cast one-on-one with Jeff Baker. Every Wednesday, we'll bring one-on-one interviews with hobby professionals, former athletes, authors, and collectors. Sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. And by sportscollectorsdaily.com. If it happens in the hobby, you'll find it on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And sponsored by Gemrate.com. The latest grading statistic from the four major grading companies is just a click away. Visit Gemrate.com, it's free. Sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning and valuing your cards. Use the app to build your collection and buy and sell with other collectors. Turn the hobby into your side hustle. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. hello
1: everybody and welcome to ttm cast one-on-one you're what are we calling it the, the interview show the hobby interview show right true yeah yeah that was. the the hobby inter- interview show how about that it is wednesday november 8th my name is jeff baker talking to you from boston massachusetts actually wilmington but we're not going to split hairs right true and right. on the other end of the line 1500 miles away Basking in uh, his new manager for the Cleveland Guardians, and we'll talk about that soon. His name is Drew Pelto. He is DFW Grapher on all social media. That's important. And guys, he posted a new video. Make sure you check it out. New video yep. went up today, I think. Right?
2: Uh yesterday. Put it up kind of yes, yesterday, yesterday,
1: yesterday afternoon. It was up, and I think I, there was only one person that had seen it. So I must have just saw it just as it went up. So <laughs> make sure you check out his videos dfw Graffer. he is the man he is on twitter or x or whatever you want to call it he is on instagram he is on facebook he is all over the place his name is drew pelto hey buddy hey good to be here you know where drew lives drew lives in arlington texas arlington texas home of the world champion texas rangers <laughs> no comment yeah, and, yeah clear that. and your dallas stars lost to my bruins yesterday did you see the game
2: no, I'm, I'm totally okay with the Stars losing, too. I mean, if you haven't noticed by now, I live close to these teams, and I don't like any of them. except.
1: I know. Well, you, you know what? The, the only ones, are... Like
2: are the, the ones I like are the XFL team and the lacrosse team. That's it. Everybody else, that's screw them. Don't care. You like
1: the Penguins. Yeah. You like, I mean, the, you like fan, the Guardians. And everything you, else. Like, yeah. you like the Browns. Mm-hmm. Do you have a basketball team, the Cavs?
2: Cavs, if I have to pick one. I mean, I'm. I, 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 basketball is the one sport that it's like I don't – fit into basketball well I mean I'm this little, you know, short dude with no crossover dribble. And I mean any any sport where you have a guy who is six foot eight playing position that starts with the word small that's <laughs> not a sport for me. So yeah, not not big on basketball, but
1: calves if I have to pick some okay. How how is the floor hockey going? The it's not floor, floor ball, hockey. Floor it's ball. called what's it called? It's called ball hot. what's it called? Floor floor ball, floor ball. Floor ball.
2: Yeah, it's good. I've been uh playing every week, uh right now out in Fort Worth and everything. Uh I just last week. I was actually dealing with a migraine last week, which kind of sucked. But
1: wait, you haven't hit forty yet, though, right?
2: Right, I have not yet so, hit forty. So, so you can 40.
1: play until you're forty. Once you're going to hit forty, right? You have these things called the Achilles tendons, and they will yeah. snap when you get out there and start running around on a on, on the floor. I'm telling you.
2: Yeah, that's that. I I have heard about that. I actually have a, a former coworker who tore his playing basketball. So, yeah, my brother good. did it.
1: My brother was in great shape, played basketball like five times a week. Mm-hmm. to Achilles tendon when he was like I don't know 40 or 41 so that's mm-hmm. it I'm retired well that's that's why I
2: play goalie because when you play goalie you don't have to do quite so much running it's a lot of you know scooting around in one small area but that's gonna wreck my knees and my hips pretty quick I think I know
1: how is the new equipment yeah. is it do you, is are you loving it
2: yeah it's been great it is I mean it fits well and everything it's great uh, being able to stop a shot and feel it but not feel it so that's uh definitely helps that and uh i mean it's like the only time if i get hit up in like my upper arms, there's not a whole lot of padding there at all not a whole lot of coverage and right if i hit take one right in the hands pretty hard it can be kind of sting a little bit but yeah that's the only thing it's like if it hits off my chest i'm good if it hits me in the legs i'm good so yeah okay and
1: no no altercations right we've been a, you've been a good boy Right, yeah. So far, I've been able to avoid anything <laughs> like that, but
2: that's that's why I'm not playing league. It's why I'm playing only drop in for now. So I've heard the refereeing in the league still sucks. So I'm
1: like, yeah, well, yeah. Who who ref? Who's reffing? Is it like high school kids that are reffing, or who refs it's these the things? It's
2: other. It's other players in the league and everything. It's like anybody who has gotten referee certification with USA Floorball. They try to put a level two and a level one referee both on the court at the same time, so they've at least got you know some competent officials and all that. And you don't but, want any yeah, part
1: of it to earn money for stamps. Ah, uh, they don't pay. So oh, that's, no, that's not happening. Then forget it's,
2: it. Yeah, it's like a, well, it's a four-team league, so it's like whatever team plays in the first two, whatever the first two teams are to play, somebody from the other two teams will then referee that game, and then the later game that whoever played in the first game, they'll have two referees that were in that one. So
1: do they do they charge you guys to play? Is there a fee so you can rent the the uh, arena or anything? Yeah, it's like for me to play right now, it's to like
2: seven dollars per session or oh, I that's buy like nothing yeah or i could buy a year pass for like 60 70 something like that for league play it's a little bit more i think it's you have to actually pay for like a usa floorball membership an ntfa membership and the league fee on top of that so i'm like yeah screw that i'm not gonna do now that.
1: does jen go and root you on?
2: oh god no she avoids it now so. <laughs> she, she she's learned she used to occasionally go and watch and everything but now she's like uh no, screw all those people, so.
1: You know, Aubrey, do- Aubrey doesn't play, right?
2: No, she doesn't at all, so no, she's, uh, yeah, she doesn't come out to any games at all. Cause, I mean, it's super far for her. She's like an hour away from us, so.
1: Yeah. All right, by the way, we got a fun show for you today. I, I just interviewed, actually, the, this afternoon, I interviewed Mark Del Franco. He is a collector, Bowman set collector, and all sorts of other collectors. He's a huge hockey card guy as well. So we're going to talk a little hockey card, a little Bowman, and uh, it was a really fun interview. So uh, that that is coming up. Uh, shortly. Uh, I went to the Shriners Auditorium, the Greater Boston Sports Collector's Club show that we've been promoting for the last couple weeks. I went to that on Saturday. And I went from... I was there from 9 until about 2.30, 3 o'clock. So I saw um, Julian Edelman and uh, Dante Hightower and Ty Law. These aren't guys I got autographs, but that I saw. And they had a couple of the uh, current Patriots there. And I saw... Dale Murphy and I got his autograph on a baseball which I was very happy about and I got a picture with him and I got all sorts of cool stuff I got a bunch of um I got a bunch of like 1981 and 82 football cards for like Holy 10 shit. cents a piece and I oh, that is great. I know so I got I got 20 of them all set and ready to go for TTM so they're done all done. I was picking up the guys that I knew signed. So I got I got those. I got a ton of um Bruins cards and, and uh Celtics and Patriots cards from the eighties the and nineties and um you know for like a quarter each. Very good. I got a Tom Barrasso rookie card for a quarter. I was oh, very happy. I was very happy about that. Um who well, I got some a couple autograph cards. I got a box the 1993 uh game date, unopened box for 20 bucks. Oh wow. And then I got this thing. I I don't. I'm gonna. I'll hold it up for you. But twenty dollars, Drew. I, I couldn't. I couldn't pass it up. It is. Oh, you see that? Oh wow. It's an autographed pennant display from the Minnesota Timberwolves inaugural season, signed by the whole by all the team the whole team. Plus, uh, there's a ticket stub in there, signed by a bunch of guys. And there's two, four, six, eight cards signed by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, for for twenty bucks, that's an absolute steal right there. I mean, I know the guy was just trying pass. to get rid of it. Yeah, and then I got a Tristan uh, Casas autographed baseball for twenty bucks, and it was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun show. Yeah, sounds great. Wow, I didn't. I didn't. Ha- I was looking for. I was trying to get the the big buy like you got. You know, and you bought the whole big box of cards. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> But I could I was only I didn't go on Sunday I bet on Sunday I could I bet I could have scored this one guy he had um the 2015 top baseball set in a binder in the 2000 I think nine top 2006 maybe top set in a binder and they was say who's was selling them for like I don't know 40 bucks a piece and I just couldn't carry him I had just too much yeah. stuff and I was you know what and then I was so I was I I got this the Minnesota Timberwolves thing at the very end. As I was as I was leaving, I was like, I totally forgot about it. But yeah. well, it was it was still a fun show. Check it out. I wrote an article this week's Sports Collectors Daily, a review of the show. There's all tons of pictures. So uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, and it was a it was a fun show. I hadn't been to a show since the Nationals. So we um, you, you should go to we should we should go to a show at least once a quarter. Don't you think?
2: I think so. Yeah, I need to get out to the uh, the Dallas show out there in Allen a lot more often. than I
1: actually do. I know, because you did so well last time you went.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so. Uh, I think that's part of why I haven't gone out because I'm afraid I'm going to come across something like that again and be like, "Oh God, I've got another file to drag home." So.
1: Yeah, I, I was, I was really bargain hunting. I, I spent maybe, maybe 120 bucks for the, for the, the, the whole day. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't bad at all. Hey, we got some a lot of baseball news happening. We've got baseball free agencies starting uh, today, I believe, or tomorrow. And uh, where do you think Otani's going to end up?
2: For some reason, my gut is saying Seattle.
1: Really? I. What about San Francisco? You don't think he's going to end up in San Francisco?
2: I haven't heard his name tied to San Francisco at all. The biggest ones I've heard for him so far, it's, you know, back to the Angels, the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Rangers are actually one that's been mentioned a bit, and I think the Cubs were mentioned too, but there's like so eight they, different teams I saw mentioned in there. Do the
1: Rangers possibly. have that money? Do they have the money to spend on them if they want to?
2: Possibly, but, I mean, this – it seems like this team is willing to just, you know, throw money at anything just out of nowhere. So. That's-
1: yeah, I know. Well, my Red Sox, we got Craig Breslow, who I've met, I've met him before. He's going to, he's going to, he's the new GM and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. We need uh, a lot of pitching, a lot, a, hell, a lot of pitching. Um, the, your guardians signed a new manager, Steven Voigt, who was a great TTMer. he was one of the, uh, the best TTMers when he played, um, What's your thoughts on, on bringing in someone with no experience really in managing?
2: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, okay, great. You know, he was a bullpen coach and quality control coach for a playoff team this past year. And he's a former catcher, and former catchers seem to make really good managers all the time. So I like that. I like the fact he's, you know, a two time All Star, at least, so he's a good catcher on top of it. But yeah, that lack of experience. I mean, he has one year of coaching experience at any level and that's it it's like handing him the reins i don't know about
1: this but i agree you know what the game game speeds up to these guys and they it takes them a while to get the taste of it from it's different being a coach than being a manager i think
2: Yeah, it is and uh, i mean just as a just a fair point here to note as well um i did also say that i thought when uh, the Indians first hired Terry Francona, I thought, oh, God, this is going to be the worst hire ever. And boy, I was <laughs> wrong on that one. So take that with a grain of salt. Anything I say against even vote, just, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, uh, I, 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 I clearly don't know a damn thing about managers. So, you know, Fra- hey, Fran- Francona was Indian.
1: supposed to show up at the uh, Shriner show, but um, he's recuperating from surgery. So he, did, yeah. he he canceled, but he said he's going to be back at another show when he, when he's feeling better the other man uh, managerial change uh, is kind of a, a shocker uh craig uh, council left the milwaukee brewers for a lot of money and the chicago cubs um i don't i i, I think he really screwed the the brewers don't you
2: oh he's screwed. i mean everybody gets screwed in this whole thing because i mean number one you had the i think the guardians had him probably as their top choice they interviewed him and then he not long after said hey thanks but no thanks i think just you know kind of trying to draw out more money from the other teams there, but it seemed like the Mets were dead set that they were going to be hiring him for their next one. The Brewers were dead set that he was going to be coming back. And now suddenly he ends up going to the Cubs who already had a manager. So for, you know, a couple hours in there, they had two managers at once. It's like, well, that's awkward. But uh, yeah, they had to, I mean, dumping uh, David Ross there just so uh, unceremoniously is just.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, too bad. He there, man. Wow. Hey, you know what? You always get karma comes back and bites them in the ass. It really does. I, yeah. I you know what? I mean, it, it, when, when you, you step on the baseball gods toes, you pay for it. Yeah. And it, uh, not to say Craig Council is going to die or anything, but <laughs>
0: yeah. he's
1: going to he's going to have a, a tough time, I think, because there's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, especially because the cut, you know, the Cubs kind of turned it around a little and looked like they almost were a playoff team last year. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure in Chicago, especially with all the the money that they're paying him now
2: yeah and i mean look at the other side of town there too what are the that david ross just travels right now and becomes the new white Sox manager and if he does i mean they have a hell of a team it's an underperforming team that they have yep. there but he could turn maybe he'll turn them around and do something with them so it'll be uh, interesting to see where he goes and to see what happens uh what happens with him
1: and i can't remember the time when um like a high price manager was worth the money i right. don't you, right. you know what i mean i think it's just it's weird you know these guys the guys that are the high-priced guys even you look at Belichick and Popovich and all these other guys you know that they they outlive their their uh, usefulness right yeah
2: you look at like Terry Francona he was one of the few that I think has really been worth the price they paid and even that I mean he's getting what four and a half five million a year or something that is a drop in the bucket for getting somebody of that stature and he was still one of the highest if not the highest paid manager in baseball so going up to eight on a guy like Craig council. I just, man, that is a gamble and uh, that's, I mean, high risk, high reward, I think.
1: I agree. Well, you know what we, I love, uh, I love the hot stove. I'm a big hot stove guy. Uh, we have the December first week in December is always good. Cause that's the general manager's meeting. They have it out in, I think it's in uh, Arizona this year. Okay. And are uh, on for the fall league, which you know what drew, if you've never been to fall league baseball in Arizona, it's the best. No one goes audit every. The guys sign autographs all the time. You can literally sit next to them in the, in the in the dugout and talk to the guys as the game's going on. You know about the game and what's going on. It's all young kids. They're all they're all like thrilled, You know, thrilled to be there because they're playing. They're, they're trying to make uh, money in terms of you know up in their their exposure, and it's just fun. If you if you want to you want to take a and it's uh, Arizona in you know November December is nice. Yeah, you know it's not too hot, so I highly recommend. I should use that for my baker's uh, my my stamp of approval. Oh I yeah, it. I blew it. Okay. I blew it, Drew. I blew it. Hey, uh, you
2: can just use that as a preview of it for this.
1: Uh, yeah, it's weekend. so it's so much fun. All right, buddy, how was the uh, celebrity uh, softball game that you went to?
2: Very good. There, uh, there were a lot of guys who pulled uh, no shows, unfortunately, but I still came away with getting eighty autographs total on cards, photos, a few index cards on randos and stuff, but.
1: Well, you brought he you did. brought about 100 cards, right?
2: Um, it was over 100 cards. I've had uh, stuff on about 40 players or so. So it was probably closer to about 130-140 cards or so. So I got about half of them signed, which is pretty decent. But
1: with the guy, with the guys pretty uh, receptive to signing?
2: Yeah, pretty much everybody signed. I mean, I'll I'll just run down the rosters here even just uh and just give the recap here, but uh got a uh let's see here. We've Got Mark McLemore signed four cards and he was the he was the nicest I've ever seen him. I mean, usually when I get him at like a Rangers game, he's like silent, one-word answers. He'll make you wait forever to sign. He's he really fantastic
1: content. through the mail, though. He's been great through the mail.
2: He has. Yeah, ever since COVID, he has been great by mail. So there's at least that. But in person, he's usually been kind of grumpy. And this time, he was, I mean, he was laughing it up and joking with everybody. He was great with that. So got Mark McLemore, uh, Jason Martinson, who is a former... Uh, he was in the Washington organization for a while. He signed three cards ahead of him. Uh Trevon Boykin, former TCU quarterback, later went to I think maybe the Seahawks, I want to say. Uh signed two cards ahead of him. Dan Pastorini signed the three cards I had of another him. great
1: guy through the mail. He's fantastic yeah. through the mail. He he can be at least. He's he's a little bit inconsistent at times, but he was uh Yeah, I, I probably have good. him four or five times and I've never had a wait. He's always a really quick turnaround. That's really good then uh Mark
2: Clayton signed four cards I had of him that's the uh the former Baltimore Mark Clayton not the former not, not
1: the not the uh, Dolphins Mark Clayton who who right. is yeah. a um he, he he won't sign anyone for free <laughs> yeah i have not
2: gotten him at all either um let's see Ryan Queso did not show up unfortunately he was one of the uh, big – oh that's too bad yeah uh basketball player Chris Owens he signed i got just one card of him he signed that one um Raquel Pennington from the UFC, she was a no-show as well. Roger Kishnick, formerly of the Giants, signed everything. I've had a bunch on him. He signed everything. He's super cool about it. Uh, Gerald Smiley, former Rangers draft pick, signed three cards I had of him. Uh, former Philly Cameron Rupp was a no-show, unfortunately. Uh, former Buccaneer Joe King signed the cards I had of him. Craig James, I showed you that one there. where I got, uh, he signed the cards I had, and I've got a uh, it's a duel of him and Leonard Russell. What's yeah, he's
1: on? not he's not signing through the mail anymore.
2: No, James stopped as a TTM, unfortunately. So glad I was able to get this in person and we'll be able to uh, mail off. Yeah, the that,
1: that's rest. nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lemuel Stinson did not show up either. Uh, Marty Turco signed all four cards ahead of him. Eric Warfield was there, but I didn't see him until uh, everybody was already on the field, so I wasn't able to get him. Derek Holland, I wasn't able to get either. I'd heard he was one per anyways, so it's like, yeah, whatever. I'll get him another time for sure. Uh, former Red Sox pitcher Drake Britton signed both cards ahead of him. Uh, the great rapper, the DOC, signed a card that I had of him. So super happy to get that one. I mean, that guy basically invented defunct. So it's, did uh, you bring any
1: uh, any photos? Did you bring any photos? Or was it was all cards. I did bring one photo. I'll be getting to that one in a minute. Okay. When I get out of the other Sorry, I'm all excited. It's all good. It's all good.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see. So on uh, the other team, got a soccer player, Daniel Hernandez, on four cards. Uh, Glenn Gronkowski, brother of the Rock. Bronx. They're part of that whole family there, but he signed uh, four cards I had of him. Uh, Nancy Lieberman, Basketball Hall of Famer, signed uh, her rookie card for me with her, both her Hall of Fame years on it. Awesome. Uh, see, Joaquin Iglesias, Patrick Creighton, Tommy Harris, all were no-shows, unfortunately. Uh, Roosevelt Collins signed the one card that I had of him. Pat Watkins was a no-show. I uh, got Ken Hamlin on four cards. Kevin Bench, here's the photo, had an 11 by 14 photo of him, and he signed that one with...
1: Uh, his
2: uh, jersey number, also his nickname of Shrek, added that to it as well.
1: Remember when he came up? He was supposed to be the guy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. I mean,
2: very similar, like a Matt Stairs type, a small dude who's supposed to have all this power yeah. and everything. He occasionally showed it, but yeah, just couldn't quite, uh, couldn't quite make it last for long. Uh, Kenneth Gant from the uh, Super Bowl era of the Cowboys signed four cards. I had of him. Timmy Newsom, uh, he used to be the fullback in front of Tony Dorsett. He signed sure. uh, one out of the cards I had of him. Uh, Mark McMillan, unfortunately, no-show, which sucks because he was one I was looking forward to. He was on uh, Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay as well. Okay. So I was hoping to me, you know, dude, like working with Gordon Ramsay there. But, yeah, he was no-show, unfortunately. Uh, former Browns fullback Charles Ali signed the uh, card I had of him. Stephen Howard, basketball player, was a no-show. Phil Koch said he would sign for everybody afterward, but I wasn't going to stick oh, around. He's with the former season.
1: pitcher for the Tigers and... Yankees, yep, Titans, right?
2: Yankees, at least. Yeah, maybe a couple other teams. He said he'd sign afterward. I'm like, I'm not going to wait around that long for him, I don't think. Mike Kieselak, he was a former offensive lineman in uh, – I don't know if he ever played in the NFL, but he was at least in the World League and the uh, XFL. He signed the cards that I had of him. Isaiah Stanback, former uh, Washington quarterback, and then became a wide receiver for the Cowboys, signed four cards ahead of him. Byron Williams, former Giants wide receiver, signed four cards ahead of him. And then just randos that I got on index cards, uh, for, or, yeah, former baseball player Cole Enright, former baseball player Gordy Gronkowski, yes, another one of the Gronkowski brothers there. He was, that dude is crazy. That's, uh, yeah, he was, <laughs> he was fun as all hell out there. Uh, let's see, Cole Ramage, who's a current minor league baseball player, signed an index card for me. Also, uh, football players D. Thomas, Edgar Jones, and Jared Smith all signed index cards as well. A bunch of other guys that were there that I didn't have stuff for and I wasn't able to get on index cards at all. But there you go. I came out away with eighty autographs out of this whole thing, mostly on cards. Uh, yeah, about six or seven index cards there, the one photo there. So overall, very good day out there. Definitely worth the uh,
1: worth the price of admission. How was the crowd in terms of people graphing? Were there a lot of people graphing? There were about five of us graphing, maybe okay. ten. And
2: it was a very small group, and I mean, mostly because I mean there weren't really any big names on there this year, and they had a whole bunch of Rangers signings out at like Academy sports or something like that. But those really weren't that great from what I heard. I mean, you had 300 people in line for them, everybody in line hours before it started. And the people who were signing it were signing promo item only. You couldn't bring your own item to get signed. It's literally like Corey Seeger is sitting there head down, sign it, pass it and you're done. Sign it, pass it. You're oh, done. Oh, that's, that's too bad. So, yeah. I mean, unfortunately that's the way that the Rangers are probably going to be handling all of their signings from now on, which is going to, uh, Probably is going to end up rendering the Winter Caravans completely pointless for me this year. So we'll see about those.
1: All right, bud. Well, thank you. Sounds like you had a great time. Um, yes. We are, go- We I think we got all our housekeeping in order. Uh, Drew, batting leadoff. Batting leadoff. It is hobby Happening. Go.
0: Did you know you can get your cards graded for under $10 with CGC cards? That's right. With an Elite membership, bulk grading costs just $9.60 a card. It's one of the best deals in grading. CGC Cards has a reputation built on trust, with their expert and impartial service for sports, non-sports, and trading card games. For less than $10, you can get your cards graded with an Elite membership. Go to cgccards.com today. Let's get the show started! Leading off, we look at hobby happenings.
1: Woo, hobby happening today. Well, you know what, Drew? It's been a quiet couple of days. We have nothing to report in terms of um you know uh legal stuff, right? We have nothing to report in terms yeah. of legal stuff. We got some new new releases we'll talk about. We have some grading numbers to talk about. I just want to remind everyone about our friends at collects, their marketplaces up. And uh guys, you got you're making me look bad. We need to we need some guys to Get Download Collects, send us your Collects name, username, and they'll, Collects will send you 10 bucks to spend in the marketplace any way you want. I just I just uh, finished spending my money. I got a Joey Votto rookie card, and I got uh, uh, Bill Russell, the Dodgers shortstop, a rookie card of his. So there's all sorts of cool cards you can get in the Collects marketplace. You want $10 to spend any way you want, just send us your Download Collects so you get it in there. Um, the Mar in the, in the uh, Google Play or in the App Store it's no charge it's a great app and uh, they'll give you 10 bucks to spend on the marketplace and all you have to do is send us there send us your collects username and your email address to ETMcast at yahoo.com and they'll send you 10 bucks so come on guys make us look good we've been we've been quiet the last couple of days the last couple of weeks we could get some more uh people requesting ten dollar coupons also you can get five dollars. They have a cool promotion going on with uh, Matt Strom. Why don't you let people know about that one, Drew?
2: Yeah, grab his tops update card. That is number US two twenty six. Scan it. Put it in collects.
1: Wait, wait, soccer at the show. I got a Matt Strom tops update card for free. I went. Hey, there you go. I went. You know, the guy had all the update cards. I pulled out. The, he had two of them. I pulled out one Matt Strom card. He go. I. I go. How much is the cards? He goes. He's like twenty dollars or fifty. 20 cents and 50 cents for rookies. And I was like, well, I just want this one. He goes, just one? He goes, yeah, take it. Okay, great. So I scanned my Matt Strom card in, and I got another five bucks to spend on Collects.
2: Nice. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, just look around. You can find it. If you don't pull it straight from a box, you might be finding a card shop for cheap. You might be able to grab it off of, you know, sport lots or something like that for 20 cents. Once you do, grab it, scan it in there. They're going to give you $5 in free credit on Collects. And I mean, there's all those parallels of that card, too, and they may have some stuff going on with those. So uh, grab those if you get them. Look for those in packs if you get them. Scan them in and see what other kind of stuff you get. And, of course, if you somehow are the lucky one who is able to find the one-of-one one platinum card, you're going to win the big prize there, which is the all-expensive trip to spring training. You'll get to meet Matt Strom. You'll get to hang out with him there. You'll be on the cards, the Card Life Show. So, much, uh, so many cool uh, prizes going on with that there. So uh, keep an eye out for all those Matt Strom cards. Just anything from the regular base card all the way up to that one-of-one. There's some cool prizes to collect.
3: Very
1: cool. Great job, Drew. Hey, we got some grading numbers for the first week of the month. We get our numbers from our friends at GemRate.com. Why don't you let people know about the grading numbers for the first week?
2: Yeah, October 30th through November 5th, first week of November here. We've got PSA down 4%. Still grading 261,600 cards right there, though. Beckett down 3%, 16,500 cards getting graded. SGC up 14%, 31,200 cards getting graded over there. CGC, no numbers. Once again, looks like we may be just getting a monthly numbers on them right now. It seems to be what uh, we had the last couple there, but as soon as we have those, we'll definitely let you know about them.
1: Very cool. And guys, we get our numbers from gemrate.com. Follow them on, on social media. Great great company. Drew, we have a bunch of new releases uh, to let everyone know. Both these all are coming out either um, today or the a couple of them are coming out on the 10th. We have the 2023 Panini Origins football. You get two autos and one memorabilia in a box. You get seven cards, one pack in the the box. And those are, excuse me, those are going for about $390. That's 2023 Panini Origins football for 390 bucks.
2: Got some Panini baseball coming out as well from 2023 Chronicles. You'll see eight cards per pack, six packs per box three autographs in their boxes of Panini Chronicles running $133.
1: Jen, this one's for Drew and I. The 2023 Topps Archive Baseball is out. They are in the 1956, 1965, and 2003 designs they're using this year. There's two on-card autos in in a hobby box, eight cards per pack, 24 packs, and you get a Topps Archive Baseball for about $130. That's 2023 Topps Archive Baseball for about $130
2: got a leaf ultimate hockey coming out now for 2023 kind of a higher end product you can get three cards per box they'll run you 195
1: this one's available on tops.com it's 2023 24 tops chrome mcdonald's all-american basketball blaster box uh there's seven packs in a box four cards per pack you get two uh ray wave uh refractor parallels Uh, in a blaster box, and they're going for about $25. And I think they're pretty good for – this is a pretty good box for um, TTMs, right, Drew? Because these uh, these are high school kids, and I bet you can get them to sign uh, your cards. I would think this is a pretty good TTM box, wouldn't you?
2: I would think so, probably. And I think it's both uh, men's and women's players in there both, so it's a lot wider of a range there of players in it as well.
1: Very cool. One other thing, Drew, there's a um, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks, the Tor- Toronto Card Show, the sport, uh, Sports Expo is this weekend, uh, the 9th to the 12th in Toronto. If you're in up in Canada, and Drew and I are eventually, one of these days, going to attend the show. We keep talking about it, right, Drew? And exactly. There's all sorts of cool autograph guests, including Mike Tyson, Reggie Jackson, Carrie Price, Ray Bork, Dennis Savard, Bernie Perron, and Tiger Williams, and all sorts of other hockey guys. It is the, the hockey show. Uh, they do Uh, show twice a year this is this weekend in toronto make sure uh you get a chance to if you get a chance to go up there let us know i know clemente is going and he's going to report to us uh, next week on that one so very good all right drew that wraps up all our our news for the week um let's let's do our interview okay all right all right, Joe, I had the uh, pleasure of interviewing collector Mark DelFranco, and Mark is a, a huge collect set collector, and he's very much into Bowman, uh, going from f- 48 to 55 Bowman sets. He just finished the 1950 Bowman set with uh, uh, Jackie Robinson was his last card, so he's a big select set collector, and he also is a hockey guy, he loves hockey cards, so nice. please enjoy my interview with uh, set collector Mark DelFranco.
0: This week's interview is brought to you by Certified Sports Guarantee, csgcards.com for superior sports card certification and grading.
1: This segment is sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning, pricing, tracking, and cataloging your cards. Get your first $5 on the app automatically by scanning a card, adding it to your collection, and listing it for sale today. All right, guys, it's time for Collector's Corner. We have another edition of Collector's Corner today. We're talking with collector Mark Del Franco. He is a uh, baseball card and hockey card guy. He is collecting, uh, trying to collect a complete set of all Bowman cards from 1948 to 1955, and he's going to educate me on Bowman because I do not know much about the Bowman cards. So, welcome, Mark.
3: Yeah, no, thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome. I Bowman has a soft spot in my heart because those were the cards that my dad collected. And uh, he, when I was telling somebody earlier today that uh, when he went away to college, um, somebody broke into his parents' uh, attic and stole all everything that was up there. Wow. So they lost. He lost all his cards. So I, I have a soft spot for Bowman cards, but I know very little
3: about it. Yeah. Him. So um, you know, the the Bowman sets are really interesting if you really um, take the time to get into it. You know, their first set uh, coming out of the the war era was 1948, and it was a set of 48 cards, uh, mostly black and white, and a lot of the 48 subjects in the set are rookie cards or considered rookie cards. I mean, you know, Warren Spahn and uh, Stan Musial, um, and um, they were black and white. And, um, you know, kind of rudimentary. Some collectors either love them or hate them. Um, but I always found that Bowman to be quite innovative. You know, this is the, uh, the forerunner to tops. Yep. And certainly, um, you know, ultimately losing uh, the, the war to tops. But, you know, I thought for, you know, what it was, this, uh, you know, this company really punched above its weight. And was pretty innovative back in the day, um, you know. I think that there were, um, um, you know, some some innovations that um, that you saw Bowman use that later appeared, uh, you know, in tops. You know, for example, I think the best example of that would be the 1953 Bowman color series, which was a set of 160 cards. Yep. Um a beautiful set. Um Bowman spared no expense in um uh, you know getting the top photographers of the day. In fact it nearly bankrupted the company. And 1953 Bowman Color I believe was Bowman's answer to the uh debut 1952 Tops issue. Um But now, ba- uh,
1: Bowman was a a Boston company, correct? Uh, I uh, Philadelphia, I believe Philadelphia. So they yeah, they were in
3: Philadelphia. Yeah, I believe uh, you. You might be thinking of Gowdy. Oh, Gaudi! Gowdy, Gaudi was Boston, right? Yep, yep. Uh, another equally um, you know innovative company in its time as well. But uh, you know, I love Bowman because it's it, every year of the the kind of forty eight to fifty five run. Um, collectors know exactly what it is just by looking at it. Is one year uh, more
1: difficult to obtain than the than the others? Is is forty eight the hard, hardest one to find, or is fifty five
3: because it was last year the hardest um, one to find? No, is... actually, um, that's a good question. I think that the forty nine Bowman um, has a lot of um, variations mm-hmm. in the sets, and you know this was uh, Satchel page. Uh, I believe is the the big rookie in 49 Bowman, uh, Carl Ferrello, um, you know, lots of other, um, uh, stars as well. Um, I'm probably about halfway through 49. How many cards are in 49? Uh, I
1: believe it's 240. So that's a pretty good set. That's a pretty good number. What do commons go for? What is a, like a, a 49 commons go for?
3: Oh boy. They're, they're pretty much all over the map. Um, you know, it's it's been a while since I've been in the market for uh, a forty nine common. Um, but you know, I'd say probably maybe ten to fifteen dollars. Okay, so still affordable if you want to put together a set. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Is
1: it is um because the Bowman cards came in different sizes, right? Is it harder to find those the cards in um uh better condition because the they weren't the standard, you know, two and a half by th- yeah you know, whatever 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 standard baseball card size is <laughs> and yeah, that I should yeah. know off that I should know off the top of my head
3: <laughs> right right no I think that the the Bowman cards from 48 49 and 50 were um and I have the the Warren Spawn rookie I don't know if you could see yeah it, I can too. see it
1: that. that's a black and white that's what's this a that's black 48. and white.
3: that's yep. 48 yep that's a 48 um but uh, 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 they didn't grow larger until uh the issuance of 51 Bowman which is you know a lot of the cards in 50 were replicated again in 51 but with a larger uh pasteboard
1: okay now i know the 51 um mantle is, is is his quote unquote rookie but everyone says the 52 top is um can you get a 51 Bowman mantle uh, at an affordable price or no
3: well, <laughs> let's put it this way it's out of my reach or out of my reach thus far so
1: yes i mean it's
3: the completest,
1: and i'm a completest. it's not yeah. you know it's almost like okay i'm gonna collect it but there's certain cards that are not within your reach unless you hit the
3: powerball right yeah exactly and and to make matters more difficult there's also a 51 maze uh as well yeah so you know that set is going to be um so I, I've completed in the Bowman run. I've completed 48, 50, 53 Bowman color, and fifty-five. Oh, that's nice. The fifty-three color is beautiful. Oh, so, it's,
1: somebody gave me a a, um, a a handful of those, and I have, I got Joe Garagiola and a couple other guys, and the the cards are beautiful.
3: The the photography is that, unreal. The, the
1: mutual, the fifty-three mutual is is stunning.
3: Yeah, very very beautiful cards. Um, so there's 160 cards. Um, and you know, I like to say even the commons are uncommon. Uh, I mean every card is just it's it's a throwback. It's really a love letter to the era because um you know, there there's some wonderful um you know, wonderful uh you know, pictures of of stadiums, uh, you got the Polo Grounds, and uh, Ebbets Field, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yep. <laughs> yep. is that the Billy Lowe's? And uh, you know what? I
1: know Joe Graziolo Gar- is one of them. one is a uh, Brooklyn Dodger, another one is a Chicago Cubs catcher,
3: yeah, and, and now a an, uh, senator, yeah. No, it's 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 probably my favorite if I had to choose uh, one set and one set to kind of either build or just kind of grab in a, in a house fire. I mean, it would certainly be 1953 Bowman color. It's just the era and the, you know, the venues, um, you know, or they're just, they're beautiful.
1: Do you, I know you just finished the 50 set and Jackie Robinson was your last card. Do you get most of your cards by most of your cards graded now, or do you uh, prefer no, getting I'm them not, wrong?
3: Okay. So I'm not a big graded guy at all. Um I'm a I'm a binder guy and that's only because how I started collecting in the eighties. Um I'm 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 a guy that um I can live with um you know a wrinkle or two or a rounded corner. Yep. Um but it was important the, the Jackie was important to get graded, uh obviously because of the cost of the card. Then obviously it kinda also protects you know it being authentic.
1: Yeah, I was going to um, ask you: are there a lot? Is there a lot of um bogus cards out there in terms of?
3: Uh, there, there is, yeah, and there, especially prints. with the fifty Robinson, there's been a lot of uh, instances of fakes.
1: And how do you tell the difference between a real one and a fake one?
3: That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't think I have an educated eye. I know there are people out there who who can tell. Uh, I I don't happen to be one of them. So I leaned. Uh, I, I lean more on those guys. So you're not so you have 48, 49. No, 50, not forty
1: nine. Forty 50, 50, 53. 53 fifty three, three, and fifty five. And 55. Yeah. Okay. What um the fifty four is there? Is there a uh, a tough card in that set? In that to, no, to
3: I I think it's probably of the ones of the years that I have remaining. It's probably the easiest. Um, you know, but I kind of uh, build sets like some people chain smoke i light one off the other and uh so right now i'm on 49 building and 52 which are also beautiful cards as well
1: are there, are there a lot of uh bowman collector groups out there that uh, on facebook or
3: uh social media that
1: you're? i've with? been i've been
3: i've had a, a lot of luck in general on twitter really and um you know there are it's such a great uh the hobby community on twitter is is unbelievable um people are really generous people are really giving people are passionate uh, so uh i'm in a i'm in a community where um there are some great guys who you know we by you know by by being passionate and being engaged you get a good understanding of what other people collect so for example um I happen to get a small lot of 1952 Bowman cards in. And, you know, there was a, a another a gentleman on on Twitter who I know is also building the 52. Um, I just sent him, you know, I, I checked in, I, I, you know, I sent him the duplicate. And then, um, you know, a short while later, another guy sent me three Bowman. So it's like, you know, I always try to put it out there, uh, you know, as far as... Um, you know, just um, you know, leaving it a better place and you know, paying it forward, if you will.
1: What's your thought on um getting having cards autographed? Is that something that you you're pro or against or you don't? Really have-
3: I, okay, so I'm not a big autograph guy. I have autographs. Um, there there are um there, there have been a couple of instances where uh, I've done the through the mail thing. Yep. and probably the the most the the the, the greatest uh, you know example of that is uh, I sent away to um, to get a um, uh, uh, I, I sent a 48 leaf and a 50 Bowman football cards uh, to get autographed um and, and and I'm 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 coming up blank with the the, the gentleman. Uh, he was a Notre Dame quarterback who they never lost the game with him at quarterback. And why can't I remember his name though?
1: Not Blanchard.
3: Oh What's that? Johnny Blanchard? No, not Johnny Blanchard. But he did. He was a Heisman winner. Um, oh my goodness, that's really going to bother me. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Um,
1: you're not in my sweet spot in, in Notre Dame Heisman winners.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, it's uh, Johnny Lujack. Johnny Lujack. I was close. Johnny Lujack. so um Johnny Louja, uh, I found I somehow found his address, and um I was so, you know, I I, I had his fifty Bowman and a forty eight leaf, and I was so nervous in putting them in the mail with the stamp yep. address self envelope, but I wrote him a nice note. and um you know, probably about three or four months later, the card came back, and I was thrilled. um I mean, this is a real honest to goodness legend and uh so that really that was an exciting um you know thing for me as far as an autograph but i'm not the kind of guy who uh you know who would wait let's say in line at a card show that really doesn't it doesn't move me yeah um but you know hats off to people who who like that kind of thing
1: there can't be many players still alive that were featured in the bowman sets with that
3: there's yeah, got to be only
1: a handful of people and and, and, and johnny us,
3: right? lujak himself just passed away right i know yep
1: what um in terms of uh, hockey cards because i'm a big hockey guy um did do you how far back do you go in terms of your hockey cards so you do you like yeah, the person so, in the, the again the i was well? uh,
3: i was lucky enough to to grow up um you know in the 80s so i kind of started with like um, uh, you know the opg sets of like 83 84 and 84 85 which were you know chock full of big rookies yep and then um i bought so many cards and again this is just um i had a convenience store ironically that my parents used to own that when they owned it i i wasn't really into cards that so was so young but then when they sell sold it to the new owner um i was their best customer <laughs> so every, every spare change I could get from, you know, the couch or the laundry, you know, chores, I went up and I bought so much 84, 85 OPG. I, I was able to, to build two full sets. Um. So anyway, I started to go back and back and back. So I probably have all of the seventies uh, tops run except the Gretzky rookie. Okay. Um, I just I, I it, it remains elusive, um, but my favorite is I, I, the sixty nine seventy uh, tops uh, sets which are I I, I sent you the, uh, the 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 photo of Phil Esposito. Phil Esposito, sure yeah which is a great card, and then um, there is a set of about twenty I believe it's twenty six cards, it's a subset of the nineteen seventy two canadians uh the summit series okay yeah uh, cards yeah. and those are like kind of the floating heads um but it's just a wonderful set and again they're so of the era you can't help but not love them
1: yeah i love i I have the 72 73 set i just finished that for hockey and yeah I'm, i think i'm going to start working on the 70 71 set that's that's kind of my next one
3: yeah it's a beautiful set do you have a favorite do you have a favorite hockey card I'm sorry. You have a favorite hockey card? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh I love the uh the um uh, the rookie card of uh Ken Dryden. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's 7172. 7172, yeah. Uh, oh, that's a great card. Uh, a lot of the cards in 69-70 I love. Um you know, it's funny because you know, I don't know how I was fortunate enough to that this that this store that I bought my cards had OPG cards that year because um, perhaps maybe because Tops didn't do an eighty two set, so maybe they got on a, a you know in in uh, an OPG distribution. Yeah. But the cards in Canada, uh, the OPG sets are are certainly um, they're deeper and um, you know much bigger set checklist than Tops.
1: Yeah, and the some of the rookies in the OPG are mu- much better than. The tops because you're getting you go deeper
3: yeah yeah absolutely
1: absolutely and I, I, do you um do you go to any shows do you go to the national do you go up to toronto do you do any show go go to uh, purchase any
3: shows yeah so uh the the last national i was at was in atlantic city yeah and i actually have a, a funny story so um it was it was one of the days where um you know it was it was toward the end of the you know it was toward the end of the day i kind of had a, you know, my backpack. I was loaded down with stuff. I was tired. You know, I'd gone through all the tables. So I just kind of found a place to sit in the back and um, uh, I was just kind of wanted to get off my feet. So I found a table and there were already people sitting around the table and I should have known. I wasn't expecting to meet these people at the table, but they were famous people and I couldn't quite place so I looked at the gentleman and I and I asked him very politely. I said, "Is this seat taken?" And he looks at me. He goes, "I don't think so." Uh, and then his friend, um, you know, is being a wise guy, and he's like, "No, man." He's like, "That seat's taken." So I moved over one seat. He, he's like, "No, he's bringing back his lady." So then he starts <laughs> cracking up, and everybody laughs at the table. So you know, they you know they said, sit down, and um, you know I, I'm I'm looking but trying not to look. But you could tell like they're athletes. They're really well, you know, well-preserved. They're muscular guys. Um, But this one guy I'm fixated on, I I knew I knew him from somewhere. Anyway, uh, you know, about 20 minutes goes by uh, and I'm just exchanging small talk. And they knew that I knew that they knew that I didn't know who they were. So they probably didn't um, didn't bother them that I was at this table where I wasn't supposed to be. So they all get up to go to their next thing. And there was one woman remaining at the table. And I said, who are those guys? And she's like, oh, you just had lunch with Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, and um, uh, Mitch Richmond.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's too bad. Too bad you couldn't get a free autograph. But I
3: could tell you, I mean, I'm 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 a New York area guy. I could tell you Chris Mullen's resume and it's just one of these things that i i didn't really realize i was going to i didn't expect to see him there so i wasn't really thinking it was him but
1: yeah uh, you're like i knew i knew it's somebody but i just couldn't, <laughs> right? couldn't really tell do you do right. a lot of trading i know you we talked about doing social media stuff do you do a lot of trading
3: oh 100% yeah And especially it ramped up really during covid um uh and and again this network on twitter was really really uh really uh vital to kind of completing these sets. Like, um, you know, there was a, a 59 uh, tops set that I completed basically through trades. Oh, wow. And, uh I was able to, to com- complete 71 tops, uh, through trades, 72 chops during trade. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it's really great to kind of have that network of people. You could, you know, kind of reach out and, you know, I and I'm always the kind of person where if somebody puts out a, you know, a needs list, I still have every card that I've ever purchased, you know, back in the 80s. I'm, a, you know, I guess I'm a, a hoarder that way. And, um, you know, they're organized. So I don't mind, uh, you know, kind of jumping in and help fill in a set list. I think it's cool. Are you, are you a binder guy? Do you keep all your stuff in binders? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Do
1: you, um are you concerned? about uh, protecting the cards in the binders because of the... the... Well, I, I
3: lay them, so uh, I kind of have a rule that, um, okay, so the 48 Bowman set, for example, is a 48-card set. So if you put those 48 cards, it's like uh, four 12-page uh, sheets.
1: Yeah. So, so...
3: That, that binder itself could be stood up, okay? But if you're talking about, like, 1986 tops in the binder. Then I lay those flat. Yeah, I know a lot of
1: people are scared of of binders. So,
3: yeah, well, I mean, there's certainly, um, you know, the weight issue and the gravity, and you don't want it to get pulled down. And um, you know, if you try to fit too many binder sheets in in a binder that doesn't accommodate it, then the cards get bent and yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't. What top top
1: sets are you working on? What's that? What top sets are you working on?
3: Um well none right now. Okay. Um well that's that's not true. So um I I'm, I'm primarily a vintage guy, but there's always the uh, I like the Tops Heritage sets. I do too. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm working I always like to work on the most recent issue of those and I like the um I'm a sucker for the inserts in uh in Tops Heritage. You know, um uh, you know, baseball flashbacks and, yeah. And, and that, so uh, th- that's really what I'm working now, but really it's, uh, I, I really need to focus on finishing 49 Bowman and 52 Bowman.
1: Yeah. I, I know you, I can see you're all over the place in terms of set collecting in, and if, I don't know how you keep it all, all straight. we talked with Mark DelFranco. Mark is on uh, Twitter or X at DelFranco, Del. Franco, Del Del Space Franco. Sorry, Del Space Franco. You can follow Mark on Twitter uh, at Dell Space Franco. Mark, you on Instagram and uh no, just uh just Twitter. Okay. Just Mark Twitter. I, get, working... I get
3: into trouble on Facebook and Instagram. So I limit my uh, my social media.
1: Mark is working on the Bowman sets the
3: uh well what let's say fifty-two, right? Fifty-three? Yeah. F- and... So I'm working on 49, 52 Bowman. And then, uh, you know, 54 Bowman and then 51 Bowman. So, All
1: right, guys. So if you have any Bowman cards that you want to trade with Mark or you want to uh, make a deal with, just reach out to him. He is at on X or on Twitter at Dell Space Franco. It's Mark Del Franco. He is a, a great collector of baseball cards and hockey cards. Uh, and he, he he's a set guy. It's hard, and that I think we're a dying breed, Mark. There's not a lot of people that 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 collect sets anymore. Have you noticed that?
3: Yeah, you know, and, and again, people, uh, you know, like to PC guys. I don't PC. I guess I PC everybody if I'm a set guy, right? Right. And no, Jeff, fun. tell me about tell me about your favorite sets. What are you um? What, I, what are you collecting right now?
1: Um, I I'm collecting the uh, 1992 Game Day set autographed. I have over 400 of them. It's the those are the tall boys, these.
3: Oh, very cool.
1: So they're in a nice white background. I just got Rainbow Cunningham and I am collecting the seventy-eight top set signed. So I have about, I don't know, five hundred and fifty of those. So
3: wow. Okay, oops. so how do you um so uh the the people in the seventy-eight top, top set that have passed, Thurman Munson, Lyman yep. Bostock.
1: I'm um, never, I, 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 I'm like you, I, I I'm, I'm never going to get the months in a, a line boss stuck, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I go through and I do TTM with a lot of the guys and then the guys that uh, charge, I try to get them, um, when they, when they're doing signings or whatever. And then, um, I get you know, you go to the national and you go to the different shows and there's always, there seems to be people that have them. So um you know you know you you get to a point where you like you start accumulating a lot lot of them and then get then you hit a roadblock and you're like okay now i now i get now i get hit the hard guys so that's kind of where i am with both
3: of these sets now is it something where who would be the the kind of the greatest um you know through the mail autograph that you've obtained or the one that made you you know, really happy whether they wrote you back a nice yeah. Note I've got
1: a, I've got a lot of guys. I got Joe Montana and Jim uh, Jerry Rice and Steve Young, and I've got a, I've gotten a lot of guys through the mail. So it's it, it's fun. Uh, you know, you got you just got to keep on going and trying these guys. And um, you know, I just got Randall Cunningham back a couple weeks ago. So the, you you never know.
3: What, what was the longest duration between when you sent cards out and when you got it back? Probably like four years. <laughs> Every once in a while,
1: it's fun because sometimes you'll you'll get a card. You know, you get a card back a year or two, two. But I, I think I got Brent Williams, who played for the New England Patriots. I, I think it took four years for him to uh, sign and return a card for me.
3: That's great. Now, do you do it primarily with football or baseball? No, I do everything. Well? I do I do
1: football, baseball, hockey, basketball. I I, I kind of do them all. So it's fun. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously I'm a Boston guy, so I really concentrate on the Red Sox and Patriots, Celtics and Bruins. But um, the set collecting is fun because I like getting the guys that you know had a cup of coffee and only played one year in the in the big leagues, and you track those guys down and you always get a good story from them. And I always, you know, you look up and you know this guy had, had uh, hit one home run in his career <laughs> and who hit it off. And There's a about.
3: a Boston uh, Bruin uh, that I could still hear Fred Cusick. Uh, pronouncing Nevin Marquardt, yeah. Uh, you know, he'd be, a, you know, the kind of guy that uh, you know, you're probably talking about, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. so it's fun. I, I just got somebody just sent me like seven or eight Bruins um, Opeachy cards from I think '88 or '89. And I sent all those out and got them signed. So awesome, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, yeah. Mark, thank you very much. It was nice talking cards with you. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, I really, Jeff, my pleasure. I really appreciate your time, um, uh, guys. Follow Mark. He is on Twitter at Dell Space Franco, D-E-L-S-P-A-C-E-F-A-R-A-N-C-O-A-N-C-O. Dell Space Franco. Follow him on Twitter. Help him out with Bowman. Uh, if you have any questions, hockey cards. He's a hockey card guy. He collects all sorts of sets. And uh, Mark, hopefully we can we can meet up at the na- the next national or, or, or local show. All right?
3: Awesome. Jeff, thanks so much for having me. Be well. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Be good
1: scanning and cataloging your collection has never been easier thanks to the free collects app join over 1 million other collectors in digitizing and pricing your collection once you've scanned some cards you can easily list them for sale or buy from other collectors and now you can even get your first five dollars to spend on the app by just scanning a card adding it to your collection and listing it for sale download collects that's collect c-o-l-l-x free on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. Well, Drew, Mark was a great, great interview. I just talked to him uh, yesterday, and uh, he he really he's a very passionate collector. So if you guys, if, if you're if you're um, a Bowman guy or you're a hockey guy, you can follow Mark on uh, Twitter or X. He is at Dell Space Franco Del, at Dell Space Franco. Not and it's S P A C E D E L S P A C E. F-R-A-N-C-O is what he is on social media. So make sure you follow him. All right, buddy, we have Saturday. We have Les Wolf. We'll, Les is going to be doing appraisals. So um, we still, we're still we still taking submissions. So if you have something you'd like to Les to give his opinion on in terms of uh, value of it or authenticity of... That was good. I got that one out, Drew. Authenticity. Right. Uh, that's usually a hard one for me. <laughs> authenticity of the uh, autographed... Send it on. We need a picture and a description. Send it on to us at?
2: TTMcast at
1: Yahoo.com. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday before, I don't know, 2 o'clock, send it on over. I'm going to interview. uh, We're going to do our submissions. Uh, we're going to do our uh, appraisals, I mean, probably Thursday afternoon. So if you get anything in the next couple of days, please send it off. We've got a couple right now, so we'd like to add to it. So please send send us something. Drew, if you have something, send it over, would you? <laughs> All right, yeah,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll look around and see if I got anything.
1: Yeah, you must have something cool. All right, also we have a photographer, a baseball artist. She she uses cards in her art, and uh, she's a a, a TTMr and an autograph collector, and she's uh, – uh a really talented lady and we talked to her. Her name is Donna Mus- Muscarella. Muscarella. So we we get Donna is gonna be on the show on Saturday. Uh Drew, anything else before I let you go? No, I think
2: we've got everything pretty well covered and hopefully uh well I've got one TTM so far. Hopefully I have some more before uh, Saturday
1: rolls around. Drew, I've been shut out. I'm OFA so far. Yeah. Not good. Well, it, it's
2: only Tuesday. We're only two days in so far. So we got uh, we got a little bit of time.
1: Well, I did get I did get three on Saturday after because we did we, we recorded the show on Friday, so I did get three right. on uh, Saturday. But right now I'm I, I didn't get anything uh, today, and I don't have any. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, I, I didn't get anything today, and I don't. You know, hopefully tomorrow will be better because I sent out a bunch, so when I, I've got another uh, twenty set to go that I picked up from all the cars I picked up at the shrine. So, well, I'm trying, Drew. I'm trying. I don't know. we're, yep, we're yep. in a slump. We're in a slump. It yep. happens, right?
2: It does. It does once in a while. But, uh, yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we we'll get that straightened out and we'll have more. We'll have something to talk about at least for for uh, Saturday.
1: We will. All right, guys. Uh, I wish everyone many happy returns. We will see you on Saturday. Uh, be good. Thanks for listening.